0: Happy New Year, friends. We are already in the midst of January, so I am sure as you listen, kids are likely back in school or homeschooling, and you are back in the joys of refinishing. Well, we are actually in between Season 2 and Season 3 of the podcast. However, we wanted to record a special podcast to highlight our annual Zebra Golden Brush Awards. We have a few special guests on today to share in our enthusiasm and excitement about this international annual event. We'll introduce them shortly. It's important for every industry to take time to recognize those that have accomplished much, gone the extra mile in achievements, and push the bounds of creativity to raise the bar. Last year, we held our very first annual awards event, and it was a tremendous success thanks to all of you. It was so exciting to see all the amazing entries and award 20 refinishers as finalists and 10 refinishers as best of category winners. It's incredibly rewarding to be recognized by your peers in the community. As a company, we have always believed to invest in the individual is to invest in the community. And that, of course, is good for everyone. One of the highlights of what we do at Zebra is to use our platform to say, well done, whether it's the weekly Instagram recognitions, the monthly and quarterly contest, and now the annual Golden Brush Awards, we wanna make sure the community platform makes much of you. As you know, we have an incredible panel of judges from around the world. You're going to hear from all of them today. A few of them we'll chat with shortly, and the remaining judges were able to call in and leave you, our listeners, a message. Our international judging panel consists of Ashley Krug with Blue Wren Interiors from Australia, Chloe Kempster with Macy's House from the UK, Katie Cloud with Katie and Company from the US, Keegan Robinson with Lemon Drops Reclaim from Canada, Lawrence Wichina for, with Portland Rose Studio from the US. And Natalie Dayton with a ray of sunlight from the U.S. as well. We'll listen to the message sent in from Ashley, Lauren, and Keegan at the end of our show. But first, we want to have a chat with Chloe, Katie, and Natalie. Welcome to all three of you.
1: Hi. Hi, Lane. It's great being here. (laughs) Trusting.
0: Yes, and it's so such an honor to have you guys on the on the international judging panel. Hope you guys are having a good day. Are you guys doing well in the new year?
1: Yeah, it's been so busy in the new year i don't know what it is but i feel like for some reason <laughs> january hit and it was like ah!
2: <laughs> i, I feel the same time. way yeah you think like really? it's gonna you're gonna get a nice fresh breath of air and it just keeps going it's been like that for me too which i guess is a good thing yeah it's been yeah. really busy
0: <laughs> maybe it's all the energy there was such an eagerness to get out of 2020 <laughs> but,
2: yeah i think <laughs>
1: you know, so let's
0: just get in the new year and maybe all that energy has just turned into you know all kinds of work for everybody but it's it's good to hear that that everybody's doing well and and staying busy
3: yeah definitely
0: I just want to say to our listeners, all six of our judges are extremely talented. And when you become a judge in an event like this, it's an honor for sure. But you also are taking yourself out of the competition. And I think we all would agree it's fun to compete and it's fun to be recognized by winning awards. We appreciate the sacrifice you all make as well as the hard work that will be yours in a few more days after all the entries make it in by the deadline. You have a significant task to pour through hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds of entries, and by the way, we'll be praying for you guys.
3: To, to be it's going to be so difficult. It is.
0: It really is. It's a good thing I'm not a judge because I would probably look at like one particular piece and have hundreds more to look at, and then I would be like, okay, this one or that one. Well, I like this one, but I like that one too. <laughs> <I> mean, <that's, laughs>
2: back and forth, it. back and forth.
0: Yes. Well, with that said, I'd like to ask each of you to share why you're excited to be a judge with the Zebra Golden Brush Awards. Who wants to go first?
3: Oh, it's such a big responsibility. I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs>
0: go for it, Chloe. <laughs>
3: oh no i'm so honored honestly thank you so much for asking me um i just feel like i've done a lot of furniture myself and um done covered a lot of styles and people look at my work for inspiration that i just want to give something back it'd be lovely to judge and see everybody else's work you know and um get inspired by their work and kind of cheer them on really
0: Mm, i love that
3: Yeah, for me, I love giving back to this
1: community, even in such a small way. It's just so fun to cheer people on and make somebody's day just a little bit better, especially when
2: they have worked so hard Mm -hmm. on these pieces. Yeah, I agree um, with Chloe and Natalie. I I love giving back. It's, It's important and encouraging to, you know, everyone in the community. And I love being able to Like, have a space uh, where we can see everything. Like, I love the categories. Like, I love being able to go to, like, the mid-century modern and just see tons of just that style of piece, you know, and go to the farmhouse category and see just all that style. I like to see the groups of styles. It's really neat. Yeah, I totally agree, Katie. Yeah.
0: And you guys are privileged in that because, you know, uh, one of the challenges with a contest is when you get a lot of entries like this. I mean, you want to really pat everybody on the back. And, you know, it's it's always challenging when you have to pick, you know, from. Yes. So okay. Many okay. I, I think <laughs> so that's probably. Much. Would you guys so say that's talent. one of the hardest? Yeah, is that would you say that's one of the hardest things as you see so many pieces but obviously, you know, part of having a competition is that you have to narrow them down to a select few and you know, it's kind of heartbreaking at times when you see people who've done a great job and you just can't get them into that limelight at least for for that moment but um mm-hmm. Oh but yeah, you-
1: even for the for the monthly challenges that we do mm-hmm. it is so hard every (laughs) single month and there's definitely not as many entries with those monthly ones as there are for the Golden Brush Awards so the Golden Brush Awards is, it's hard
0: (laughs) it's hard to narrow it out (laughs) Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like. Like I said, we'll be praying for you. you guys. Will you guys will do well, and and I know you're going to enjoy. Like. Like we just said. I mean, to be able to see all of those pieces, that's one of the privileges. Is that you get to to see everything, <laughs> and uh, so that's going to be exciting. Well, I know a lot of our listeners will be leaning in when we ask you this next question. So here we go. What kind of things will you be looking for when reviewing these pieces?
2: Um, I think for me like what i what catches my eye is one of the main things is your your staging you know and your photography um mm-hmm. i know like we're not professional photographers i mean some people are i'm definitely not but you know have a good bright photo where you can really see the details in your piece um and make sure if you know you're doing some close up shots so you can you know we can see the detail um yeah, my my big thing is just make sure you're you had a good lighting, a bright photo, um, show off those details, the little things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: definitely the pho- photography and the staging, but also just like a unique piece, something that we yeah. haven't yep. seen as much. Yeah um something that i'm like holy cow as a refinisher myself i would never attempt that that is a ton of work or that's like an amazing technique that they did those things kind of stop my scroll and i tend
3: to pick those and put those on my top picks list mhm yeah definitely i i agree with them um, natalie and katie for sure um i think for me it's that balance of the professional finish but also something that's quite unique um, and creative as well for me. um, I quite like colour so I'll be looking for something that's a little bit different but also really professionally done and well staged i guess
0: yeah it's interesting to hear all three of you uh, echo this some of the similar um listings of what you're looking for and i think i know i want i want our listeners to really be encouraged because what you guys just said about photography and staging and, and you all will say and have said you don't classify yourself as professional photographers so we don't want people thinking you have to hire a photographer. Not or, at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, w- you, when, when individuals look at your pieces, meaning the judges, I mean, it, it would be very easy to say, all of these judges, they must have had a class in photography or they've got like, phenomenal equipment. But I know conversations in the past have shown that you know, a smartphone and a couple good apps and and some lighting using natural lighting as much as possible gives you phenomenal results. So I hope that's encouraging to our listeners. And I think it's incredibly important. And I know you guys agree with this. There's pieces I've seen before where you have to look hard at the beauty of the piece because the photography is just not good. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah, so please, you know, make sure you take the time to really understand what it means to stage properly and to, you know, get the right lighting and and just experiment. I mean, you've got so much opportunity with all these apps. And by all means, look at the work of the judges that look at their Instagram accounts and just look through those and learn from, from those. um, And
1: also, I think a good thing to remember is we all started somewhere. I look mm -hmm. back at where I started and I just shake my head and like, (laughs) if only I knew, but I think the biggest goal is just every time to just try a little harder,
3: make it just a little bit better every yeah. single time yeah just do the best with what you've got I mean for me personally I'm, all my pictures are taken in my kitchen you know
0: <laughs> I they?
3: don't have here yeah and you you wouldn't know but you just do, have to do your best and you'll learn to you kind of learn to work with what you've got you know so um, yeah yep, yeah, exactly
0: you know Chloe I think I saw a potato chip or two on a couple of your stage pieces
3: <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't
0: surprise me it wouldn't surprise me at all <laughs> no that, that's so cool I love I that is that's so much fun to find out where everybody does their, their photography and staging. And, you know, I hear that dining rooms, kitchens, family rooms, bedrooms. And that, that's so cool because you have absolutely no idea when you're looking at the end result that that's where the photography took place. So that's, that's encouraging, I know, for folks as well. Well, let's take a moment and uh, go through the categories. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just uh, take a few brief moments and I'm going to read the different categories. There's 10 of them. And I'll read the descriptions and then uh, we're going to have a conversation with our our judges here to talk about maybe some categories that they maybe lean more toward or maybe it echoes some of the style that they have and just, you know, maybe some fun categories that they're looking forward to to seeing the entries in. So here we go. So here's our 10 categories and we're going to start with best artistic close up and this is for a close up picture of your piece from an angled shot a peek inside the drawers or a close up of the top or the legs looking for the best close up shot of your piece and i want to throw this out um you know this this isn't this is an art form in and of itself as well that you can continue to develop over time but if you follow our zebra furniture art hashtag you know we feature one we have one selection a week and it's under the hashtag zebra furniture art and that kind of gives you an idea as well you know the kind of angles that you can that you can do and try to replicate in your own pieces and in your photography and by the way last year's winner in this category was Natalie Linden with faded brick farmhouse so our next category is best clean and classic uh, that's a simple one color keep it simple and classic no distressing It can be one color with, for example, wood legs. Last year's winner was Jim Sharif with Forgotten Gems. Next category, Best Dramatic Makeover. This is for a piece with the wow factor. A we can't believe it's the same piece. Beautifully redone to have a dramatic effect on the final piece. And, of course, as you upload your entries, you'll see that in this category, you'll be required to enter a before and an after and again, to uh, if you want to see examples, you can go back to last year's. And our last year's winner was Sarah Little with Olive and Fern as well. We have a hashtag Zebra Drama, and we feature those every week. Next category, best farmhouse style. Just simply put, it's antique, distressed, farmhouse vibe. And so last year's winner was Amanda Nielsen with Then and Again Furniture Company. Next category is Best Mid-Century Modern Pieces. Last year's winner was Courtney Weisel with Steel Birch Studios. And I just want to put a little bit of plug here for Courtney because congratulations to Courtney and yeah. her husband. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> a new baby. Absolutely. His name is Beckham Weisel, and he arrived just a few days after the new year. I think it was January 2nd, I believe. So congratulations to Courtney and her husband, beautiful baby boy. Next category, best multicolored piece. This is for the best piece with multiple colors, whether it's two colors or 45, (laughs) whatever has multiple colors can enter this category from blended to freehand and drawings. And last year's winner was Sarah Bolton with City Pretty Home Decor. And the next category, best new artist of 2020, best newcomer furniture refinisher of the year. This is someone who only started painting in 2020. And so if you're a new artist that started in 2020, share your favorite piece. And it can be any style in this category because this category is to discover new artists. So we're excited about that. Last year's new artist was Kelsey Rumsey with Jack and Bo. The next category, best repurposed piece. This is for a piece of furniture that was originally built to serve one purpose, but was repurposed for something different. Like for example, a bed into a bench uh, or a desk into vanities. And you'll want to make sure that uh, you enter or that you upload your before and your after image. So in that particular category, there's two uploads, one for the before and one for the after. And last year's winner was Rachel Smith with Upcycled Smithery. The next category is best restored wood unpainted. This piece of furniture has no paint on it, only top coats, whether it's been restored or left as it is, but just cleaned up and highlighting the wood grains in a, in a piece of furniture. We want to say and emphasize this, you know, it doesn't have paint on it. However, uh, just a special note, you can use a transparent wash or paint to preserve the wood tones uh, before you put the top coat down. So if you do incorporate that transparent wash, which is paint, you know, that does not disqualify you. I know a lot of refinishers are doing that to be able to have more control over the wood tones that are highlighted. So just remember that. And last year's winner was Jen Beatty with Finn and Beau. And the last category is best staging this category is for the piece that has the best photo good lighting clear photography and of course excellent use of props and uh, this is exciting because this you know as we mentioned earlier this is so much a part of the refinishing process and it's really how you highlight your furniture piece uh the best way possible and so it's uh, it's going to be exciting to see these. Last year's winner was Vintage Sisters, Amanda, and and Jen. All right, listening friends, uh, let's have a conversation with our judges about these categories. So, judges, feel free to chime in. Let us know what you think about the categories, and maybe let's talk about maybe a few of your favorites.
2: I think it's hard to pick a favorite, but I love judging the um, with the flipping. What's the category? Uh, repurposed, I'm sorry. <laughs> the repurposed category, because I, f- I, I, I relate a lot with that one. When I first started, I was getting junk. You know, nothing was nice. P- things were missing drawers and just in complete shambles. Mm-hmm. And you had to re envision and figure out okay, the, this dresser is missing two drawers. Like, I could make this into um, like a TV stand and you could put your VCR, or DVD player, whatever. Um, I don't even know if people have VCRs anymore, <laughs> but, but you you know, your DVD player, make a little cubby. Um, I, I like, because it's like one extra kick of creativity that you have to, to force yourself to do. You know, um, I love, cutting a vanity apart and making end tables, side tables. That's one of my favorite, favorite categories. Um, Farmhouse, absolutely, for sure, because that is my jam. That's my style. That's kind of who I am, too. Um, And I really love mid-century modern. Like, I feel like in Iowa, it's not a big thing here. You know, we're in the middle of America. It seems to me it's coming this way. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're kind of maybe the last to, to catch on to trends sometimes or whatever, but I love the clean, sleek, uh, mid-century, modern. Like, I love all the wood that those pieces have. It's just beautiful to me. I don't do a lot of mid-century, but I, but I really like that category, too.
0: Katie, you talk about the repurposed category, and I know I want to just do a qualifier here. Katie's still very young, <laughs> so you started out in the business young, And you, you are one of those that, uh, you know, I know you're very modest about this and humble, but you set a lot of trends. And so I I think, you know, people were really watching what you were doing and trying to emulate because they were so inspired by the work you did. But when you say take a vanity into nightstands, I mean, you know, Maybe that was done before your time, uh, before you started into refinishing. But when you did that, were you inspired by what you saw somebody else do? Or was that sort of an idea that you had? Hey, let's just turn these into nightstands.
2: I actually, I remember I went to Goodwill and there was a waterfall style vanity And it was already cut into two, like someone had attempted to do it. I definitely did not, was never the first one to do that. But I had seen someone do it before. And then I saw these vanities at Goodwill and they were already cut in half and somebody gave up because it is not easy. It is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of blood, sweat and tear slivers happen when you do one of these projects. Um, But I was like, I'm going to buy these and take them home and I'm going to finish the job. And then after that, I was, it was like an addiction. I'm like, I got to find all the vanities. I got to get I'm cutting them apart. I don't care if people are going to be mad at me. I'm making all the side tables. I'm making all the end tables and I've I've done over I think I counted oh probably a year ago. I think I had done over like 39 sets of vanity bedside tables. Wow. And it's probably Amazing. my most popular <laughs> item like to sell and people are always asking for them and um, looking for them. So I definitely did not start at that um, it was something, you know, I got inspired by someone who I don't even know, like someone that took their, their piece to the goodwill.
0: Yeah. Maybe they just, maybe they just got mad at the piece and just,
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah. I've done that. I'm
0: sick of this. I'm just going to cut it up. Uh, And then they're like, maybe somebody can do something with it.
2: (laughs) It happens. (laughs) Lots of bondo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And now Natalie and Chloe, you guys, I mean, you have done those as well. Um, do you guys do? I mean, that do you? Would you agree? That's a pretty tough challenge.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think so. Um, I um, I definitely tend to paint things a lot more because I'm just, oh, I just love. Um, I love the creativity of painting something and although cutting something up is lots of fun as well i think i just go to the paint more (laughs) (laughs) so that's an interesting category for me i'll be really interested to see all of the repurposed things and get inspired by that one um but yeah i think for me the best multicolored piece is probably um, the one I'm most excited by because um, I like using color in my work so yeah I, I will love love seeing people's creativity and seeing how they um, you know uh, decorate the pieces I guess
0: Yeah, Chloe you're, you're just not afraid to put the brush down and add the color I mean we, we really do say this that you know every furniture piece when you get it in it, it is a canvas and Definitely. so yeah. I mean but but I mean you you just you're not hesitant uh, to to just <laughs> start getting creative and painting what a lot of people would say could be on a canvas as well you know I mean with some of your designs they're are absolutely stunning and beautiful
3: yeah definitely I mean I love that's why I love the contest because there's so many categories and my taste is quite eclectic so I think you know I've perhaps done something in every category um, but yeah I think. Um, with the painting, I just love that it's practical. That you can do a paint a canvas, paint some flowers, or um, whatever it might be. Um, and it's actually practical. You can use it in your home. Um, I guess art's not just for walls. You know, it's nice that you can use it yeah. and give it another life. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> Perfect right. timing. <laughs> that was great.
3: <laughs> Not put me off again.
0: <laughs> I like that.
3: I went all quiet because I thought kind of it just kind of took my attention.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That was excellent uh, timing. I just I just mean, like the the synergy and enthusiasm that that provided as well. I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that I think you point. should keep it
3: in. You, if you want to ask me again, feel free. Just no, just,
0: no, I love it. I thought it was great. We're keeping all of this in. This is, you know, this is what people like. <laughs> they like, they like the realness of life, you know. And this, this is, this is great. This is so much fun. Aww. I'm gonna have to see if we can get that sound effect. You know, that's, yeah, I that. Yeah, you
2: need that for a game show.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. i are thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Natalie, what sound effects do you have? <laughs>
1: Not many. <laughs> I guess I could uh, clap some shoes together. Or... <laughs> yeah.
0: So what are you drawn to in these categories, Natalie?
1: You know, I am so similar to Katie. <laughs> it's really funny, actually, because <laughs> my biggest thing is repurposed pieces. I... I started out the same way. I was buying junk and it had to be, you know, figure out what to put, put where there used to be drawers or the drawers are broken or whatever. Those are some of the hardest projects because they take a lot of time to like rebuild and reconstruct. But I don't know. I love the woodworking and repairing process of those. But I also love like the dramatic makeover category too, because I love seeing a piece of furniture. They're kind of similar with the dramatic makeover and the repurposed piece. It's kind of similar in the sense of they both go through like a, wow, that's the same piece.
0: Yeah. Big transformation. Um,
1: Yeah. I just, I love seeing those transformations and seeing what people can do with furniture but i tend to me personally i tend to go for farmhouse style and i don't know maybe that's because i grew up on a farm i don't know but <laughs> the other category that i i love to see is the new artist of 2020 yeah, yeah because I love that one too. Yeah, holy cow. they it blows my mind when I started in 2014 I was not doing what these people are doing that are just same. Right starting
2: yeah and same.
1: it just kind of makes me a little bit jealous
2: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I love to see that um there are new people starting out and they're giving it their all and they're just killing it so I'm excited to see who's the new artist because a lot of times Just scrolling through Instagram, I can't tell who the new artists are.
2: Because they're so good. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs)
3: exactly.
0: I've wondered the same thing, uh, you know, because you'll be looking at the feed and you're like, I'm not familiar with that person. And so you want to check them out a little bit more because you're, you know, you're, you stop and look at it because it got your attention because it's a good, you know it's it's good refinishing and but you just you know unless you investigate further or ask them you're not really sure whether they came into the scene this year or not but you know i just want to say too and i know these new artists of the year would probably echo this you know they're inspired by you guys and a lot of other folks that have been doing it for a long time and i think part of that is what allows them to be as successful as they are because you guys have laid down the foundation and groundwork, not only with showing that it can be done, but also stepping outside the bounds of, you know, creativity and creating new styles and combining, doing things, you know, that other people have never done before, didn't think to do it. And so they're, they're trying, cause I've, I've heard that a lot from people and we have, you know, so many different refinishers on and, Sometimes people even say, you know, I don't want them thinking I'm copying me or copying them, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's flattery. I mean, the fact that you guys uh, over the years have put out some phenomenal stuff and continue to do that, you know, that inspires a lot of new people to come into the scene. And so, uh, pats on the back for you guys uh, for that. I'm kind of proud oh. of myself. I might give myself a pat on the back because <laughs> I kind of pegged all three of you and I think I've hit it, you know, right In these categories, you know, uh, Natalie, you said best dramatic makeover. That's kind of one I thought because you have such um, dramatic before and after. And a lot of times it's not even always. I mean, sometimes it is. It's not always that the piece went under major transformation structurally, Um, but it's just the work that you've done and how you've been able to transform it. It really you, you get the wow factor because it's like, wow, it was that still has the same structure. But now it's this because of the way you painted it and the colors you chose and the hardware that you chose to go with it, whether you distressed or not distressed. So uh, I'm kind of proud of myself on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank <you>. And
0: yeah, pat <laughs> on
2: the back to you. <laughs>
0: Good job. That <laughs> I pegged it, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite category, Lane?
0: You know what? I would have to say... um probably the, the before and after. So the dramatic makeover and the repurposed, yeah. I, I just, it, that is so exciting to me because I've gone through, um, you know, I'll, let's say if I go to an antique store or a, like a restore, you know, something like that. And I look at some of these old pieces. I mean, I didn't used to think this. I, I used to would look at them like, I don't, I'm surprised this piece is here. Like who's going to buy that? Or, but now I'm like, I'll look at a piece like that. I'm like, I wonder what Katie would do with this. I wonder what Natalie, I wonder what (laughs) Chloe would do. And I really, that is in my mindset. And so that's why I said that about new artists, because if I was a new artist coming in, that's exactly what I would do. And I would be inspired to try things that I normally would have walked right by So to be able to see the before and after, I I mean, to me, that's like, I I love that. And that's not to diminish the other categories, just like you guys, new artists. So it's going to be cool to see who comes out on top and there. And, and even you look at like the best restored wood and unpainted. So we're not laying down paint, but that's still dramatic too. I mean, to be able to strip a piece back and see the, see this beautiful wood grains and then, you know, just protect it by putting a top coat on it.
2: Yeah. And that's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. So much work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, restoration like wood restoration is a whole nother ball game.
0: Yeah, 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 it is. These are really great. Um, we cannot wait to see you know how this unfolds in the days ahead. So, all right, listening friends, it's getting close to the deadline. Entries must be submitted by Monday, January 25th, midnight Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to enjoyzebra.com to enter. Remember, you are the first judge in the process. You have to go through all of your 2020 pieces and decide which pieces to enter and in which categories. And remember, you can only enter pieces that were refinished any time in 2020, January 1st all the way to December 31st. Once the contest is closed for entries, the judging panel begins their work. Uh, On Monday morning, February 1st, we will announce on our podcast the three finalists from each of the ten categories. At noon Eastern Standard Time, the finalist pieces will be displayed on our site, enjoyzebra.com, and ready for public voting. Public voting will take place until midnight on February the 8th. On the morning of February 11th, after all the votes have been tallied, We will announce the winners again right here on the podcast at noon Eastern Standard Time. The winners will be featured and displayed on enjoyzebra.com. And if you have any questions at all, there are no bad questions. So if you have any questions about the Zebra Golden Brush Awards, please email me at lane at enjoyzebra.com. Make sure you spell zebra with an I. As mentioned earlier, we want to make sure you could hear from all of our judges. And I know you've enjoyed listening to Chloe, Katie and Natalie. Now we want to hear from Ashley, Keegan and Lauren.
4: Hello everyone. This is Ashley from Blue Red Interiors and I am so excited and honoured to be a part of the judging panel for the 2020 Zebra Golden Brush Awards. We have so many fantastic artists in our worldwide community, many of which also have signature techniques or a style that is unique, and the Zebra Golden Brush Awards is a great way to showcase and recognise those people for all of their hard work in creating these truly unique and inspiring pieces. If you haven't already submitted go ahead and enter your pieces. It's going to be lots of fun and everyone is welcome. Hi everyone, it's Keegan from Lemon Drops Reclaimed. I'm so excited to be back judging for the second annual Golden Brush Awards. Uh, What do I love about the Golden Brush Awards? I love that the Golden Brush Awards give us the chance to reflect on a year's worth of hard work artists pour their hearts and souls into each piece so to offer up not only a great reason to look back at their accomplishments of that past year but to also celebrate and reward those efforts is to me truly an honor i will say (laughs) being on the judging panel is both awesome and incredibly difficult There's so much talent out there that it's difficult to narrow down the winners sometimes. On the flip side of that, though, I'm glad I'm part of the selection process because I certainly wouldn't want to be going up against all those talented artists. I do wish everyone who chooses to enter the best of luck, and I can't wait to celebrate some of the greats of 2020.
3: Hey, everyone. This is Lauren with Portland Rose Studio. I am so excited to be one of the judges for the Zebra Golden Brush Awards. Um, You know, (laughs) with all the craziness that's been going on in the past year, I haven't personally been able to do as much refinishing as I would like to. But it brings me so much joy to still be connected to the community through these awards and getting to see all of the amazing projects that you guys are working on. So keep it up. Let's get those submissions in. I cannot wait to see what you guys have been working on. Good luck to all of you guys, and thank you.
0: We hope you all have enjoyed this special podcast featuring the judges and details of the Zebra Gold Brush Awards and are racing to get your entries in. Thanks again, judges. We appreciate you so much.
1: Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, seriously. Thank you, Wayne.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me.